said. How are you? Hi, good, good. Let me, where is it? Okay, we're live. We should be live. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Michael Bergio, Mark Novak. Episode 231, are you spending too much or spending too little? Uh, property renovations, what we see clients do well and what we see clients do not so well and what do agents mean or what does it mean when you overcapitalize on your house? Mark, where do you want to start? Big question. Uh, look, the risk of spending too much, guys, on your – and happy to – if anyone's got any questions, um, throw them out there. But happy um, spending too much on your place, you can really just waste the money. I mean, burn yeah. the money. I mean, gone. Um, <clears throat> and overcapitalizing is a huge thing for people because if you do that, like no one likes to burn the money. You'd rather spend it on, on something else. So people are always asking real estate agents, what are the guidelines? What do I spend money on? What don't I spend money on? And then equally the opposite, you don't spend enough. It doesn't present well. People penalize you when they go to rent it or they penalize you when they go to buy it. Yeah, and I think a real easy example here that we'll just give the extravagant example of where it goes wrong and then we can fine-tune it. You've bought a knockdown, you build a home. Yeah. It's generally someone of an ethnic background. Um, then they build a, mon a monster home. It's full brick, if not three bricks wide. Great um, example. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. It's, it's, it's um, because that's just how you do it. Uh, marble kitchens, gold tapware, it's just... Mon, it's you could have done it for five hundred thousand. You've done it for one point five. Whatever happens, divorce, death. It's generally not a good example because the reality is where people need to protect themselves. They're doing this build because they see this build as being a lifelong build, majority of the time. But something happens, um, yep. and then they've got to sell. And they're yep. like, "All right, the land's worth one point two. I spent two million. I want three but every house in the area sells for one point, that's been brand new, sells for 1.8. It is very, very hard to find buyers that value the extra 1.2 million you've spent and willing to pay for it because they're like one brick or three, it's still a wall, no. And to be honest, I don't like the, I don't like the look of it. So they get penalized hard and they generally sit on the market for six months, nine months, never sell, it makes it worse. So there's your extravagant example, which I'm sure we can all pick that house that's been yeah. on the Yeah, it's it. the cliche it's mistake. It is, it's that. It's the cliche mistake. I reckon you nailed it in one. It's the spot on mistake that people make. Now, if I'm building a home with master turn or uh, who are the icon homes or yeah. who are the big, I don't know who the big, big builders are out there at the moment, but I'm they're going to quite... help. Who are your big home builders? Who's doing a lot of the home builds out in Norwest? Because they're the, they're the people who have it down pat. They haven't done too little and they haven't done too much. And the price is sharp. And even when you upgrade from there, you're not upgrading from one brick to three and the price goes from 500,000 to 1.5 million, you're upgrading from a $5,000, $500,000 home to a 600, to a 700, all within reason of recouping it back if you had to sell. So they're pretty, I think you've really got to base your price if you're gonna do it yourself on what these guys are doing. Yeah, so if you, you're building with these builders, they will quote four, five hundred, six hundred thousand for a big home to do a brick veneer home. That home will be brick on the outside and it would be timber and in the middle 
Gibrock on the inside. Now, as soon as you and, and the slab, which is the floor between the ground floor and the first floor, the slab will be timber when they quote that. So that's how most homes in Australia are built. Yep. The European, the Greeks, the uh, the Lebanese, the uh, the Italians, they will do double brick so they will do brick on the all the inside walls between the bedrooms between the loungers they will doing brick they will do not only an outside skin of brick that there'll be no timber in the walls it, the inside of the wall will be dubbed brick again which is why we call it double brick when it comes to the slab they won't do that between the ground floor and the first floor they won't do it in timber they will do it in a concrete slab. So yeah. once you start adding, doing that sort of building, you can pretty much double your cost. So you're going to go from a five or six hundred thousand dollar home to a one to one point two million dollar home straight away. Question. And that's before you've um, even got to your tatware fixtures and fittings. So we're just talking about the shell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, so so you know, the to build these houses, it's going to be double. My question is, have you overcapitalized? 90% of the occasion, yes. I reckon nearly all the time you have. Like, it yeah. just, it's hard to get it back. People aren't willing to pay full freight. It's like a new car. You buy, you spend 100000 and then you sell it the next week, it's 30% lower. I think the same applies when you, you build a home too well. But let's not forget, if you're going to live in it for 30 years, you're okay with it. But that's not saying the cheaper your Metricon and um, Anmal has put down the home builders out Northwest that she deals with regularly. We're not saying they're not going to last 30 years, but I think it's if you're going to live in it, I don't know, it's just a cultural thing more like probably. But you, because you see, Mark, you don't even see the difference in a knockdown. Like when you see a lot of the a knockdown home, the fibros for the, the shitty double bricks that have run down. You really don't yep. see much difference in that either. So I almost think it's a myth that people love that love to see. And I don't know, I just don't see much in it. So that's where we're talking about overcapitalizing there. And look, I think, you know, you, you've got to look at your surrounding areas, guys. I love the saying, um, maximum impact, minimum cost. Yeah. maximum impact minimum cost and you've got to look at bringing something to the market that's consistent with the market when yeah. you're building a double brick full brick home in a place where there's caravans you know you have you are you are completely completely over over specifying for the area yeah. so i think that whatever you're doing and back to that word um maximum impact minimum cost what is going to make the greatest influence over buyers when they walk through that's going to cost you the least amount of money? Paint and carpet is an absolute no-brainer. Love to know what well, you guys I think, think out there. Well, I said it simultaneously when you were saying it about your area, build for your area. So we're obviously speaking quite Northern Beaches bubble. And yeah. Miles said double brick is more valued towards Stratfield, Ride, Putney. Putney. Yeah. So obviously it does vary. So a lot of it is not, we're going to be talking Northern Beaches, but I do feel it will relate to a lot of areas. Big time. Look, if you're, if you're in a super affluent area, like you're talking the 1% of Sydney, um, you're talking like Manly, uh, Clontarf, you're yep. talking uh, Double Bay, Rose Bay, you're talking Strathfield and those sort of areas. I think there's an expectation for double brick and concrete, concrete sub that this really is, you know, less than 1% of Australian homes. Yes. Uh, 
Admiral's right. You've got to look around to your area. And, um, okay, so on a lesser scale, let's just talk more. So that's like full knockdown rebuild. Let's go more practical, little renovations, big renovations, kitchens, bathrooms, renovating to sell, renovating not to sell. What sort of your tips on timeline for that? So let's do, I don't know. Enjoy it. Enjoy, yeah. enjoy it. I think that's the biggest tip. Enjoy it. Too many people do the reno because we want to yep. wrap it up in about five, six minutes. Um, too many people do the reno to sell and go, shit, I should have done this before. And they're just kicking themselves because they never did it or they did it too late. Or, Mark, they did it too early. They, they planned for it to be a 10-year home. They did it all in year one or two. And by the time they sell, it's all it, it's no good. It's Now it's old. Look, so I've, got some, I've got some buddies with some beautiful homes and, and I've, I've often, and they're saying, look, one day, you know, soonish we're going to sell it. You know, next couple of years, we're going to sell it. Some of these homes are actually at their peak. And if, 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 if they hold on another three to five years, they're going to be an old home. You know, they built these homes maybe 10, 15 years ago and they're going to be selling them in maybe five years. They're going to be a 20 year old home, but how do they look? They look old. Often yeah. these homes, when they're looking at their prime, but they need another coat of paint that, but you know, it still could be passed off as a super modern home. It's often a good time to say, mate, you're at the peak of the curve of the value of the house. If you're going to sell it soonish, sell it now. Well, it's like you got to leave something on the table for someone. And let's use the analogy. If, if the kitchen's going to have a 20-year lifespan, then you can't use it for 20 years and then you're leaving, not, you're leaving no use for nobody. If you yep. use it for 10 years and you've left half the lifespan on the table when you sell, then it's going to have value. And obviously, the less lifespan you leave on the table, the less you're going to get for it, the, le the less buyers will appreciate it. But well, you've enjoyed it for more. So give and take. You've just got to be um, reasonable. And how many times, Michael, do we get owners that uh, we go to their house, they've done this lovely reno because they're going to sell and they go, why didn't I fix this earlier? Why didn't I do this earlier? Why didn't I? You know, enjoy your renovations. Yes. Like, in, like live in them, enjoy them, have fun, have fun with them because often we're tight asses all the way through and then what we, we, we think, oh, we want to make money, we'll spend the money in the end. You could have enjoyed that. You really could have enjoyed yes. that. So, you know, lately, I think a lot of people with COVID have been doing um, house renovations, you know, because they're living and enjoying their homes. Very clever and adding you know, value. Lisa, Chris Henry's on. Um, or they invest in the uh -huh. wrong thing. How many people do? I think the mistake is people do your, your bathrooms because, the, like, the amount you spend on renovating one bathroom, you can almost do all the cosmetic improvements that pe they grab people's first impression when selling. Because bathrooms, yeah, yeah, or tenants. Because bathrooms, one of those rabbit holes that the cost can just go from eight thousand to sixteen thousand very quickly. So I think it's also be smart and have a defined line where you stop with your renovations. People go, no. I'm just yeah. going to do I, this. I think maximum impact, minimum cost. You know what I love? I love the examples of furniture places. Yep. Um, don't don't do the fantastic furniture, depending on your your area, of course. Don't do your Coco Republic or even your Nick Scarly underneath that. But 
do your freedom furniture. The freedom furniture have a great way of pulling off really expensive looking fit out uh, furnished properties at, at, a, at, a, at a light budget. And your renovations are the same. Your renovations should have that ethos. Yeah, perfect. Anything else you want to add on today, Mark? Don't spend too much money. Look around at the area where you are and capitalise to be consistent with that area where you are. Enjoy your renovations, I think, is, is, is a, a big takeout. Yes, maximum one. impact, minimum cost. Don't forget about those things. It's maximum impact, minimum cost. And if you're in a house that's ageing and you've been enjoying it for 10 or 15 years, the, a big reno or, or a new home, be careful because you could be right on the cusp of a major reno needed and you're not going to get a premium for selling a house. So sell it now before she starts getting old. Uh, I guess it's it's like you know it's a bit like a a, a human, uh, you know. Mm. Got to be really careful what I'm saying here, <laughs> but um, it's a bit it's a bit like a human, um, you know that that sort of twenty to thirty five, you know that's 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 the age that's uh, it's looking its best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna yes. leave it there. We'll I'm leave it there. Leave it Thank there. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna say I'd break and dig your hole. <laughs> I'm not setting myself up for this yeah. one, but I think Alrighty. everyone gets what I'm saying when it comes to overcapitalizing. Yes, beautiful. Thanks, everyone. To every, any, any, co any comments out there, by the way, uh, um, I want to say it again to the Golden Retriever, Chris Henry. G'day, mate. Thank you for saving my life. Um, and, uh, and Mal, no, thank I covered you for most of it. comments, Lisa. I think we've got it all. Okay, great. Awesome. Have a Thanks, great everyone. day, everyone. Hope we're helping. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. bye, bye.